One of the skills that requires renewed attention from clergy over the course of their ministry is learning how to worship while leading worship. We need to find that balance between engaging in the words we are speaking and remaining attuned to what is coming next so that worship runs smoothly, allowing all of you to fully engage. A few weeks ago, while I was officiating and reading the Eucharistic prayer, I found myself immersed in the words, hearing them in a profound way. The moment didn't last too long. I did pull myself back so I could stay focused on offering the prayer to all of you. But the moment has stayed with me. Many of the prayers that we say each week are comforting simply because of their familiarity. Yet, I hope all of us have moments when we hear these words anew, when the words seem to speak directly to a challenge in our lives or cause us to reflect on our faith, on how we live our lives with God and with one another. So here are the words from Eucharistic Prayer A that felt so profound to me. Holy and gracious God, in your infinite love, you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you, in your mercy, sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and maker of all. Now here is the challenge, because words can feel so inadequate at times. How do I express to you how I experienced those words in that moment? Well, let me try. In your infinite love, you made us for yourself. We belong to God. Because we are able to think and to feel, we so easily find ourselves charting our own courses, thinking of ourselves as independent beings that get to make our own decisions. But wait, we belong to God. What does that mean for how we live our lives? The best news of all, is that the answer lies within us. We are inseparable from God. God is part of our being. We might ignore God, we might deliberately turn away from God, but God never leaves us. God will never leave us. God living within us is the gift of our created being. And this gift is where prayer comes into play. We heard from the Gospel of Luke, Jesus said, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us. And do not bring us to the time of trial. Praying is acknowledging the challenges of being human.
Give us our daily bread. Forgive us our sins. Deliver us from the time of trial. Simply by being human, we are in need. And praying expresses the humility to ask for help. We are dependent on God. Through prayer, we receive our daily sustenance. We understand forgiveness. We are reconciled with God. And through that reconciliation, we become more fully ourselves. We come closer to all that we can be. The object of prayer, Christianly understood, is not so much to lose oneself in the contemplation of the divine as to find oneself, to become as far as possible who one is. The Gospel passage goes on to describe the person showing up at his friend's house at midnight asking for three loaves of bread. The friend is already in bed and tells him to go away. In the end, however, the friend gets up and helps, not because they are friends, but because the caller is persistent. We are being encouraged to be persistent in prayer. Our relationship with God is a lifelong journey of creation, of evolving, of becoming more fully ourselves. Opening ourselves gives God the space to create. So how do we pray? Well, there's lots of books on this topic. Types of prayer include adoration, praise, thanksgiving, penitence, oblation, intercession, petition. And praying in these different ways is right and good, not because of the specifics of what we are offering or asking, but because they open us to a relationship with God, to becoming more fully ourselves, to bringing the kingdom of God to fruition. Let us not get hung up on beautifully phrased and articulated language. Prayer is simply talking to God, as though we were in conversation with a family member or a good friend. Do you recall that scene from The Sound of Music when Liesel sneaks in Maria's bedroom window after her secret rendezvous with Rolf? I remember watching this movie when I was young and being struck by the ease with which Maria talks to God. She says, God bless the captain. God bless Liesel and Friedrich. God bless Louisa, Brigida, Marta, and little Gretel. And I forgot the other boy. What's his name? Well, God bless what's his name. And God bless the Reverend Mother and Sister, Sister Margareta and everybody in the Abbey. And now, dear God, about Liesel. Help her know that I'm her friend and help her to tell me what she's been up to. Help me to be understanding so I may guide her footsteps. We simply need to be ourselves and to share our trials and tribulations, share our hopes and our dreams, we simply need to recognize that God creates us to live with God. We belong to God, and God desires us. Anne Lamott, 
who writes about faith, says the two best prayers she knows are, thank you, thank you, thank you, and help me, help me, help me. Creation is a mutual endeavor. God is a part of us. God lives within us. God desires us, waiting patiently, so to speak, for us to open ourselves to God. Holy and gracious God, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and maker of all. We play a role here. We need to seek to become whole. It takes time, it takes attention, it takes persistence. Transformation is waiting for us and for the whole world. Ask and it will be given you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks, receives. And everyone who searches, finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Let us pray. <laughs>